0: Creative Shoe Fly podcast, episode number two, me and the fabulous Tim Toady. Hello and welcome to the Creative Shoe Fly podcast. I'm Thomas Butel. This podcast is about my creative process. And one thing I found is that I really get in my way a lot when it comes to making art and being creative. I want to do this podcast because I know it will force me to think more deeply about creativity. I'm hoping that doing this will push me and challenge me to create better art. One thing I notice as time goes on is how my creativity waxes and wanes. I have these ups and downs that I go through. Sometimes I'm full of creative energy and other times there's just no spark whatsoever. I wonder about this. I'm kind of driven in a way, and I know sometimes that drive is at cross-purposes with a certain amount of relaxation and calm and presence and patience that creativity really requires. In this past week, I've found myself on the waning end of energy, and there's a lot of reasons for that. One is all the work that I did to produce the first episode of this podcast, which was a challenging experience. I also have had plenty of client work. So by the time the end of the day rolls around, my brain is just tired. (laughs) It's all used up. I find when I get into these lower energy states that it's easier for me to come up with reasons why I can't just sit down and work on something. I have all these voices in my head that say, I don't have the materials to do what I want, or I don't have the tools, or I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the time. I think it's just a way of my mind not wanting to work too hard. I don't want to figure out how to do stuff. I find excuses of why I can't start a project. I've been thinking about the different tools that I can use to get out of my own way, to help me get unstuck, and there's a number of tools that I borrowed from the practice of computer programming, and this one comes specifically from the Perl programming language. It's a programming acronym, and it's pronounced Tim toady, but the actual letters are T-M-T-O-W-T-D-I, and it stands for there's more than one way to do it. Pearl is a very expressive language, and I used it for many years. I really liked using it. Pearl was created by Larry Wall, who is an amazing computer scientist and also a linguist. And that has a lot to do with how he designed the language. This idea of there's more than one way to do it is a little bit controversial, Perl is extremely flexible and that can sometimes lead to programming that is somewhat incomprehensible. One of the practices in, in computer programming is to make your code maintainable, so the ability to express yourself in so many different ways is not necessarily a good thing for maintaining a computer program. On the other hand, for the purposes of creativity I think it's a really useful principle. I did some more thinking about Tim Toadie, about there's more than one way to do it. And it can encompass all aspects of creativity. One aspect is the tools you use, certainly in painting and and drawing. You can use different pens, fountain pens, different inks, watercolor pencils, crayons, oil paints, acrylics. There are many, many different ways to uh, approach a painting, for instance. When it comes to making something that's three-dimensional, oftentimes what I find is, is that I don't necessarily have the exact tool that I need. But, again, there's more than one way to do it. An example of that is I needed to build some drawers for holding freight cars on my model railroad. One thing that you need to do when you're building drawers is to have good straight edges. Normally the way you do that is you have a table saw. Well, I don't have a table saw, and I don't have room for a table saw. But I did have a skill saw, a power saw. So I built myself a jig, and the jig basically helped me cut very straight edges. And I was able to put together a set of six drawers that fit perfectly in the space that I had available. They pull out and push in really smoothly. There's another example of there's more than one way to do it. I love building jigs. It's another aspect of creativity, isn't it? It's like, I need to build something. I need to build something to build something. I love it. In terms of my model railroad, there's definitely so many different materials that I can use. And I have used so many different things. I've used paper mache. I've used paper clay. I've used real clay. I've used plaster a lot. Of course, wood, paper, cardboard. One of the bridges that I'm building is this large steel arch bridge with what look like I-beams and whatnot, and I've been building it all out of paper and cardboard. It'll be painted silver, so it'll look like a steel bridge, but in actuality, it's just a facade. The actual part of the bridge that carries the track is the structural piece, and the arch itself is just decoration. Another example of Tim Tody is something called kit bashing. In model railroading, we do a lot of kit bashing. The idea is to take a kit or several kits and then use the pieces in a new and different way. For instance, I've kit bashed several buildings by not following the directions, but actually taking the walls and cutting them apart and then recombining them in different ways. Artist and author Carrie Byron talks about this in her book, Crash Test Girl. She says, We appropriated the model maker concept of kit bashing to create our prototypes. This is one of my favorite tricks I learned from working in Jamie's shop. It's the process of taking apart store bought models and kits or using random objects to create a new custom project. You can pull apart a model train and some plumbing parts, take some copper cables and a tire tread, and kit bash them together to build a robot. As an artist, I thought kit bashing was the perfect expression of creativity, and doing it alongside a bunch of guys who worked in the industry for so long was like a dream come to life. Kit bashing is another example of there's more than one way to do it, because if there's something specific that you want to build and it's not available, As a kit, you don't have to create it from scratch. You can take existing pieces and put them together. One of the plans I have for my model railroad is to build a small model of the San Francisco Ferry Building. And I already have collected four kits to represent the various parts of the building. I recently finished a biography of... Joseph Cornell. And I think he was an amazing artist. And one of the reasons that I was so interested in reading about him is he created collages and also box assemblages. It's the assemblages that interested me the most, where he would create a box and then place items in in a certain way to express an idea or to elaborate on an interest that he had. And so for a while now I've been thinking about making my own assemblages. I have a few ideas of what I want to make. I've been feeling actually quite stuck. I've started a couple and then abandoned them and I've had another idea in mind and I've never started that one. But you know how certain ideas stay with you and in some way or fashion they're begging you to make them. Part of my morning practice is to invite inspiration and imagine new ideas. This particular morning, I was thinking about this idea of there's more than one way to do it. I was thinking of Tim Toady, And it occurred to me that I could build this assemblage fairly easily and fairly quickly using cardboard. The idea is this is not intended to be the final artwork but a sort of a study, just as you do with paintings. uh, You'll often do a sketch or a study before you do the final painting to get the values down and things like that. And I was thinking, boy, cardboard is just a wonderful material. It cuts easy, there's lots of it. I've never run out of cardboard. There's always new Amazon boxes or cereal boxes. Cardboard is almost an unlimited resource. So that's how I decided to build my first assemblage in miniature form uh, using cardboard and paper and little bits of wire and things like that. And I had a blast. I really enjoyed it. I was able to finish it in just about an hour. I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Now, it was a quick study. I do plan to make it sometime this year. That's now a goal. But now that I can see it, it's easier to envision the final product. By using the principle of there's more than one way to do it, I can find ways to make things quicker and simpler and using easy materials. So Tim Toady shows up for me a lot in the art that I do and the things that I create. And it's one that I'm glad that I was reminded of. I now know that as I approach things and I have ideas, I don't necessarily need to struggle to figure out the, the final idea right away I, or how to make something or how to get time to make something. So that's all I have for Tim Toady. I really wanna thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope that you are able to take something from what I talk about today and use it in your creative works. If you have any suggestions or any feedback, I would greatly appreciate it. You can contact me at thomas at I look forward to hearing from you. Stay safe, be well, and put your creativity out in the world.